Yo, welcome to the Learning to Lead podcast. I'm Paul Doherty, your host. So honored that you're listening and watching today. Make sure you share this with some friends. Today, I wanna talk to you about fourth quarter leadership. Fourth quarter leadership. Um, And it really comes from the Super Bowl this year. So as I was watching the Super Bowl, I was kind of getting a little um, sad, a little bored, frustrated because I wanted the Chiefs to win. And in the first quarter, the second quarter, and the third quarter, they were not looking too great. Um, it seemed like, you know, they were not playing to the level that they could have been playing. And so by, by the third quarter, it got to uh, 20 to 10. They were down by 10 points. I'm thinking, all right, it's fourth quarter. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. And right around the 833 mark, um, in the fourth quarter, the Kansas City Chiefs receive the ball. Again, they're down by 10 points. And in this moment, the quarterback of the Chiefs, my man, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes um, had already thrown two interceptions. Um, he had zero touchdowns at this point in the game, so he wasn't looking too hot. And uh, in this moment, suddenly, Mahomes starts to turn on the fourth quarter leadership. So Mahomes makes a comeback in the fourth quarter. But you've got to know this, that the Chiefs this year, multiple times, they had been trailing by double digits and made comebacks. They were kind of known as this year, especially in the 2019-2020 schedule, the team that was uh, possibly, you know, the fourth quarter team, the team that would come back in the fourth quarter. Now, here's the thing. I think in life, oftentimes, um, we get behind, we throw interceptions, we throw, we, we fumble the ball, we make bad choices, and we have an option. We either allow ourselves to just lose an entire season, lose an entire year, or to do what the Chiefs have done, and that is become a fourth quarter team. Become a team that refuses to quit in the fourth quarter. Become the kind of leader that refuses to bow down to uh, discouragement, bow down to the scoreboard and go, well, we're already down by a lot. We might as well just give up at this point. The Chiefs are notorious, especially this past year, for being a fourth quarter team. And Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback, the leader, the captain of the team, he himself is one of those kind of fourth quarter leaders that he is going to rally the people around this idea that, hey, the game is not over. There's still time left. And I, I honestly think leaders are not made in the first quarter. Leaders are not made in the second quarter. Leaders are not made in the third quarter. Leaders are made in the fourth quarter because it is the fourth quarter that determines where this game is gonna end up, right? The fourth quarter is the final quarter. It's the moment where everybody uh, you know, looks at the scoreboard and they go, all right, that's it. And you and I have fourth quarter opportunities on a regular basis. Moments where we have to make a decision, am I going to quit? Am I gonna give up? Or am I gonna stand up and make a stand and make a comeback in the thing that uh, I'm not doing great at? So here's what Patrick Mahomes did. He helped his team to overcome the insurmountable odds to win the franchise's first Super Bowl in 50 years. This is huge for the Chiefs. They haven't won a Super Bowl in 50 years. Not only that, but in the fourth quarter, he had eight minutes to make this comeback. Not only did he make a comeback, but he came back and they won 31 to 20. They shut down the 49ers from even scoring in those final eight and a half minutes. They went on to score 21 points as a team, stopped the other team from scoring. That's... That's transformational leadership. That's the kind of leadership where the world goes, what just happened here? Like I remember when I was um, playing football and I wasn't the best in high school, but I remember our team, I was the third string quarterback, but I remember our team, we were down one time in the fourth quarter by 21 points. 
We were playing Tahlequah Sequoia right here in Oklahoma, another great school. They were ranked number one in the state. We were ranked number eight. And in this game, we're down by 21 points, fourth quarter. Our coach comes to the sidelines. We've got like 10 minutes left in the game. And he says, all right, boys, hold up your four fingers. And I want you to shout this with me. This is the fourth quarter. And we were all like, this is the fourth quarter. You know, we're all, we're all defeated. We're, we're discouraged. We're down by 21 points. We're playing against the number one team. They're bigger than us, stronger than us, faster than us. But our coach said, I can't hear you. Shout it with me. This is the fourth quarter. All right, so then we shout, this is the fourth quarter. And then he says this. He says, I want you to repeat this after me. We do not quit. We do not quit. In the fourth quarter, we're going to give it all we got. This is the fourth quarter. You know, all right, so he stirs us up. We rally, and we went out there, and we scored 30 points in 10 minutes. That's amazing. Like, in case you don't follow football, to score four touchdowns and a couple extra points there, uh, like not just kicking it in, but running it in to win the game. We ended up winning the game in the last, like, 30 seconds. We scored our final touchdown won the game against Tahlequah Sequoia, stopped them from scoring. And it all came back from this moment where our coach rallied us around this thought of, in the fourth quarter, we don't quit. In the fourth quarter, we rise up. In the fourth quarter, doesn't matter what interceptions you threw, what fumbles you had, what mistakes you made, all of that means nothing. In the fourth quarter, you have a fresh start. You have a chance to prove that this is not how you're going to go down. And I want to encourage some of you out there, some of you leaders, you're in your fourth quarter at a church, at a season, at a company, uh, in a situation, and the enemy would love for you to just throw in the towel, just quit, just give up. Like I remember when my father passed, I felt like it was a fourth quarter moment for us as a church. Are we going to close down the doors? Are we going to sell the church? Are we going to have to sell the land? Are we going to have to stop being a ministry? Are we going to shut down the school? Are we going to have to give away the Dream Center or close the doors to the Dream Center and not be able to help people? And for us as a church, we had to rise to the occasion and say, no, no, no. We refuse to bow down to discouragement. We refuse to give in to defeat. We refuse to let the scoreboard tell us what the future holds. We're going to change it. In the fourth quarter, we're going to rise up and we're going to give it all we got. So I actually preached a message to our church during that time because we were, we were going through painful things. Thousands of people left our church right after my dad passed. Within a matter of five years, um, when my dad passed, 5,000 people left the church. I had to sit in front of people who raised me and let them go from our staff. We couldn't afford to keep staff. We had four different layoffs. Um, over 100 employees were released during that time. It was discouraging, but I had to remind myself, um, this is not how it ends. This is not the way our story is going to end. Even though the scoreboard looks this way, we're going to rise up. So in 2013, I preached this message called The Fourth Quarter. And again, our church was going through all this pain, all this crud. And it was just that following year in 2014 that my mom came to me and she said, Paul, it's time for you to step in. It's time for you to be the pastor. I'm ready to, to do something different. I'm ready for you to uh, carry this burden that I've been carrying since your father passed. It's your season. And I remember that feeling of, okay, it's fourth quarter. We've got to give it all we got. Here we are six years later from 2014. 
And man, God has been faithful. Our church is stronger than we've ever been financially. Uh, God has grown our church again. Thousands of people have come to our church since that time has passed. We've launched four more campuses. We're going to launch more. We're building a new building. The Dream Center is stronger than it's ever been. Our school is strong, our college. And those are things that I thought we were going to lose six years ago. But I had to make a fourth quarter stand. And I think for some of you that are watching this, listening to this, you need to make a fourth quarter stand as a leader and say, I refuse to throw in the towel. This is the fourth quarter. I'm going to give it all I got. I'm going to make a comeback. And, and here's what fourth quarter leaders do. They pay attention to the scoreboard, but not from the standpoint of fear or shame or regret. Rather from the standpoint of urgency. Because when you watch the scoreboard, Patrick Mahomes, when he made this comeback last Sunday for the Super Bowl, or whenever you're watching this, uh, during the 2020 Super Bowl, he was paying attention to the scoreboard, not from a place of, ah, oh, I'm ashamed of the mistakes I've made. Look, we're down. No, he was paying attention to it to look at the clock and realize, okay, now I have six minutes left. Now I have four minutes left. Now I have two minutes left. Now we're down to 30 seconds left. Fourth, fourth quarter leaders, they're not ignorant. They're not like just running around, uh, uh, you know, just naive to the scoreboard. They're looking at it, but they're paying attention to the time. They're paying attention to the score. And they're recognizing with this urgency of, I got to get out there and make a play. I got to get out there and do something great. So what does that look like for you and your leadership standpoint? The other thing that Patrick did, and the thing that I had to do for our church, is they rallied the troops in the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter leaders recognize, I can't do this by myself. This is going to require a team. So you've got to rally your troops. You've got to rally your team. You've got to pull people in and say, hey, we got to do this together. This is not going to be one person's great plays that make this team make a comeback. It's going to be a team working together. So linemen, I need you to block. Running backs, I need you to run like you've never ran before. Uh, wide receivers, I need you to catch the stinking ball. And when you catch it, I need you to juke the guy who's guarding you. And I need you to run faster than you've ever ran to score a touchdown. What quarterbacks understand is that they can't carry it all by themselves. The team has to rise up. The defense has to do their part. The offense has to do their part. For us as a church, I had to speak to all of our key leaders and say, guys, we cannot lose another. We cannot lose. We can't. We've got to rise up and we've got to score and we've got to play hard. We're not competing here against other ministries. We're competing against the prince of darkness. We're competing against defeat and discouragement. We're competing against Satan wanting to just stop victory. So I said, we've got to rise up and fight back and we've got to fight back with all that we have. Um, so fourth quarter leaders, they rally the team. They're vocal. They're hopeful. They have a determined spirit. They're paying attention to the scoreboard. They're staying focused on making plays. And at the end of the day, here's what fourth quarter leaders do best. Man, they just make it happen. They make it happen. And I don't know how else to say that, but people were showing highlights of Kobe Bryant's playmaking moments in his final seconds, moments where he won the national, you know, the championship for the NBA. Um, and it was game seven, final, like one second left. He's doing a fadeaway shot. And fourth quarter leaders, they just know how to go out there and make it happen in the very end. So I want to encourage you with this. You have what it takes to make it happen, but you have to have the courage to take the shot. You have to have the courage to show up and have the conversation to do the thing that leaders do, which is not always easy. Sometimes it's tough. Sometimes you got to let some people go. Sometimes you have to replace a, a, a person on the team. Sometimes you have to have a hard conversation. Sometimes you have to, you know, 
basically tell yourself, I am not going to give in to what my flesh wants. I am going to follow what I know I need to do as a leader, um, especially when you're leading people through a time of, you know, resurrection, comeback, relaunch. You have to deny yourself what your flesh wants in a moment and tell yourself, hey, later on, it's going to pay off. It's going to be worth it. But for this season, I can't, I can't do that. For this season, I can't go there. For this season, we're not able to have those kinds of things, but one day we will. So again, um, leaders in the fourth quarter, they make it happen no matter what it takes. You've got it. You're a fourth quarter leader. Let's go out there. Let's lead strong. God bless you.